Welcome everybody to Haven of Horror. I've got the Day Ghost with me. Hey buddy, it's been a couple weeks since you've been on a review show. We're here to do Austin's pick because I'm an idiot and didn't realize we wouldn't be getting these done until December 1st or 2nd. Uh, Austin, with the help of a friend of ours, picked 10 Cloverfield Lane and Overlord. So we're going to start with 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, this is what I've been meaning to watch for a while. I don't know if you had this, Austin, but when it's first coming out, I was like, oh, God, they're making another Cloverfield movie. This was my first viewing. And then I started hearing good reviews. It's like, eh, you know, I'll get around to it late at some point. And then just never kind of did. So I'm glad that we picked this to force me to finally watch it. Yeah. Uh, so Austin, tell us a little bit about 10 Cloverfield Lane. Where they decided that Cloverfield would be like a brand that they would slap onto scripts that just weren't being made, basically. And then it would have some sort of recognizable name, and then people would go, I'll see that. Instead of just like... Oh, what was the name for this one? I can't remember off the top of my head, but, uh, you know, instead of whatever the name was originally supposed to be, and I think they reshot the ending, and that was mostly it. And basically what the idea would be was that each Cloverfield movie would have some sort of, like, different kind of marketing, you know what I mean? Or, like, unusual marketing. Because um, I don't know if you remember, like, the first movie... But that was a huge thing. And then with the second movie, with uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, they were like, oh, hey, go see this movie. It comes out in like a month. <laughs> and then obviously the third one, they were like, go see this movie. It comes out in like 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, but 10 Cloverfield Lane stars Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, who is kind of driving and then is, uh, wakes up in the basement of John Goodman who tells her that there has been in the basement yeah. of John Goodman <laughs> yes she wakes up and <laughs> whatever um, she wakes up in the basement of John Goodman and um, he basically says to her like oh you know you can't go outside uh, like the world's destroyed there's nothing left uh, you can't do it, and she's trying to get out because she doesn't believe him. And there, he may or may not be right, but he is also a bad person. Yeah, so I, I remember that, because I remember when the second was coming out, there was nobody was sure if it was a Cloverfield movie or not. Because um, I feel like they were trying to play it coy, like, Oh, you know, it's not really like connected to that first film in any way. And then it came out and people were like, Oh, but it kind of is. I was like, what does that mean? The like viral marketing uh definitely ties it into that first movie. And I think you can easily go into this thinking it's a sequel to the first movie. But then we kind of fucked that up with the third one, so Which I haven't seen yet. Um Is this whole project dead like I feel like yes, nobody's... Yes, because um, Bad Robot and JJ signed their deal with um, 
Warner Brothers. Oh, well, this shame. is Paramount. That's a shame. Well, mm-hmm. we got one good movie out of it, at least. We, I mean, technically we got a few, just a few of them were like, this is going to be a Cloverfield movie. Ah, ah, ah never mind. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, like our, like our next movie. Um, and uh, Quiet Place is like that, too. That was written as a Cloverfield movie. So I don't know if you realize this, but this is directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who is mm-hmm. doing, the, Who's new doing the new Predator. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm more excited for that now that I've seen at least one of his movies. Um, this further proves that I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's good in everything, even if the movie sucks. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You need to watch Kate on Netflix. She's so good in that movie. Uh, but That's anyway. like a newer one, right? Yeah. Um, so this was made for like 13 to 15 million. And I like that they use their budget well, because it's really just like three people in a bunker. Or in John Goodman basement, as as Austin likes to call it. <laughs> uh, so Austin, did you see this in theaters or? No, I saw this. Twenty seventeen, maybe. Okay. Maybe twenty sixteen. I was definitely a fan of this by the time I um, Paradox was coming out. And then it was, I, I say coming out as if there was a window where we knew that was coming out. <laughs> yeah, then they're just like, here it is. Yeah, no, um, the first preview for it was at the Super Bowl, and it was literally like, you can stream it after the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. Oh, This was a huge success. I don't know if you've looked at this. So I said, you know, it was made for 13 to 15 million, but it made 110 million back. I didn't realize that, but that makes sense, uh, you know, because obviously they, they would attempt to continue this idea. <laughs> I almost wish, you might disagree with me on this, but I almost wish instead of, like, whatever Paradox is, because I haven't seen that, uh, I kind of wish they just picked up with this and ran with it. Because I feel like this is open enough you could do a sequel to just this movie. Oh, okay, so just straight up do... Um... Like, would you ignore the first film, or would you try to tie that into? Because you that film does technically work with this. You could tie that in if you had to. I don't necessarily need that, because that was pretty open. Like that movie, I don't think really left a lot of room for a direct sequel, whereas this, I think, does. But you could tie it in together if you really wanted to. Just. More adventures with Mary Elizabeth Winston's character going out on the road during an alien invasion. Mad Max alien invasion, why not? Yeah, because the big thing that kind of ties them there is that um, the alien or the monster in Cloverfield they're like a bunch of eggs under the sea uh, that were put there by aliens. So like that's kind of like the because uh, the monster itself is supposed to be just a baby that just is born, comes up on land, and is like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I did not know that. I saw that movie once in theaters, and it gave me a headache. I mean, that's one of those movies that most of that stuff is viral marketing. Um, <laughs> like, most of, you know, that a- angle. Um... <laughs> I do remember the viral marketing for the original. That was insane. I was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they did a lot of stuff for this one too, which is cool. 
and they tied it together like they had different companies that were made up for the original that came back for the viral marketing of this and then came back for Paradox, but... That's insane. Paradox, Paradox has a character, too, that's supposed to be the brother of John Goodman's character in viral marketing, and it's like... <laughs> okay, so I have some praise Anyways. to give this movie and then a question. So the first thing is, mm-hmm. holy crap, John Goodman in this movie. I don't think oh, I've ever wonderful. seen him play a bad guy before, or at least not this kind of bad guy. And like he's mm-hmm. legitimately disturbing. The uh the scene where they're playing that I guess charades or whatever. And like he's trying to give a hint that it's Santa Claus, I'm like, dude, you are being way too creepy for a game of charades. Yeah, no, he's terrifying in this movie. <laughs> um, in so, a way, I think he's probably the best part of it. Like, mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, so the question though is, and I may have missed this: the woman that he, the girl that he keeps talking about that we establishes his daughter. Did I miss what happened to her? I think if I remember correctly with the daughter, I think she was like just taken away um, by like the mom. Isn't that, isn't that like the thing? Well, he says that, but then there's that subplot which kind of pushes the the third. I guess you could say third act of the movie, where Michelle is like, "Oh, I think he did something to her," uh, and that's what pushes them to try to escape, which is what leads to. And I think one of the most effective death scenes in a movie recently, uh, Emmett's death, where he just straight up just shoots him. No warnings, like, straight up. Um, And then you got the stuff with, like, the acid. I was going to say, and then he cracks out the barrels of acid, yeah. (laughs) It's boiling acid. (laughs) But I'd like to see more of this, these kind of movies where, like, because at first, you know, it's very, I don't want to say Hitchcock, but kind of Hitchcock where it's more about just being trapped down there with a madman. But then it opens up and just like those last, what, like 10, 20 minutes are fucking insane. Well, yeah, that was something I wanted to ask you, which is how do you feel about the ending? Because the ending is actually very controversial. Really? hmm See, I didn't mind it. And I wonder if it's because I've had time to like hear about this movie and know about what was going to happen um but i like that kind of like this is fucking nuts (laughs) yeah a lot of people just kind of go oh like this is a really good movie and then jj went okay now it has to be a cloverfield movie slap this really stupid ending on it and like that's what a lot of people have with this movie i i i understand where people are coming from because it goes too far i think you know with with like the truck and stuff and it like falls into the ship or whatever but uh i don't know it doesn't like bother me too much it doesn't kill the movie i can understand that but my perspective would be i think it's interesting because i've never seen a movie quite like this where it's something small and like intimate almost in horror and then you find out that the small and intimate was to protect from this big larger threat um and i liked the alien designs at least it wasn't like discount godzilla this time 
<laughs> I mean, hey, the first movie like completely changed American monster making because they are all just Cloverfield after that. That's true. I should rewatch that movie. Maybe on a smaller screen, it won't give me such a headache. Um, yeah, maybe. I I never had like an issue with that, but I think that movie overall is just okay. It's mostly at the end where like the camera keeps like rolling and shit, and there's all that debris. I was like, oh my god, make it stop. Yeah, that's fair. And I saw that movie when I was like eleven, and I was like, this is cool. <laughs> After like a whole year of. Uh... You know, being really into the viral marketing stuff. Bradley Cooper is in this movie. I did not know that. Huh. Um. Well, I guess they got more than two like well-known actors and actresses. Um. Yeah. Uh, JJ, start producing more stuff like this and less Star Wars. <laughs> Well, that that's the shame, right? Is JJ's a pretty good producer. Like he's produced some movies that I think are really cool. Um, Hell, I'll even go as far to say I think he's a good director. He just gets stuck with shitty script. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. I think you know, even a lot of some of the crappier stuff he's made, it at least looks good. You know, yeah. it's just he knows how to make a movie look good, which is at least something. But yeah, he's definitely produced some movies that are overall really cool like this. Yeah. Um, The other thing I got to give it is it doesn't overstay its welcome. I never felt like, oh, we're still on this or we're still on that. Everything moved at a kind of a brisk pace. Um, Different kind of role than I'm used to seeing Mary Elizabeth Winstead in. Normally she's more of the like badass, you know, I'm going to kick your ass kind. Uh, type at least in most movies that I've seen her in and I thought she did a good job at the more traditional damsel in distress heroine final girl yeah like the yeah the <laughs> final girl type character for Whatever sure you want to call it um oh we got to talk about the woman that shows up like halfway through uh and so for a minute there I kind of forgot about that this tied into Cloverfield and then that woman shows up, the one that's, like, all disfigured and wants to get in. And it's like, okay. Twix is going to be, he set all this up as a, to trick her into staying, right? Because there was, that woman's appearance was way too convenient. <laughs> I was like, okay, he, he's, he set this up. He's run her off the road. He's, it's gonna, the big twist is going to be, you know, he's been watching her for weeks or months and he's you know one of those creepy stalker dudes and uh i'm really glad it wasn't <laughs> maybe that's why i didn't like didn't mind the ending because my ending is worse you want to know what the original ending was yes please so like they get out of the bunker and they have like a chase scene outside of that and eventually she's able to get away from him uh, but he does not die. And he's basically like, you know, like, you you don't know, like, I, you're, it's dangerous out there or whatever. And then she, like, drives drives out away from the farm. And then the last shot is, like, she gets out of the car and it's, like, Chicago's, like, completely devastated. And it's, like, they, you know, 
that stuff. It's not like an actual action scene. It's just like a, I guess in a way, kind of like the you know Army of Darkness original ending, where it's just the character is like, oh crap, like <laughs> everything's gone. Do you think gone. that might have worked better? Probably, I think it would have fit the the tone a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, I I think I agree with you there. Um. So, and you're more susceptible to this than I am. How did you feel about the alien CGI? Um, I don't, I don't remember it really bothering me. Okay, I gotta tell you, when did you have an one. issue with it? I did not. Um, in fact, I had the opposite. The scene where one of them's like biting into a mask and it just keeps growing more and more teeth. I hate things that have like rows and rows and rows of teeth. I was like, fuck no. I also, and we'll get into it with the next movie, but uh, I'm also a lot more like willing to give bad CGI to a movie that's this low budget. Oh, absolutely. I I can't believe this movie. I mean, I can because most of it is in that small setting. And I guess I do want to give them props because how many times have we seen a small budget movie completely waste its budget on all the wrong things? But I do want to give this movie props for actually using its budget well. Although, I kind of <laughs> wish we'd been able to see John Goodman's face after he falls in the acid. That would, I imagine, just be a victim of uh, reshoots. Because mm -hmm. that was all reshot. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Austin, uh, other than the fact that I really like this movie and I kind of hate that it took me this long to watch it, I don't have a lot else to say about 10 Cloverfield Lane. How about you? Uh, no, it's just, it's a very good, suspenseful, just original horror film. And especially in the time, especially when it came out, where we needed original, this. yeah, we needed that kind of stuff. <laughs> Speaking of originality, we match again. Yeah, I know. How weird. It always was Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. This was not planned. <laughs> I haven't talked to Austin hardly all day today. Uh, I'm, I am I gave this one a four. Um, I loved this. I agree. I was going to give it a four, too. Well, at least we'll agree on a movie tonight. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, 10 Cloverfield Lane is great, and everybody should watch it. You should. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead needs to be in more movies that I actually want to see, because she's awesome. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for watching, and we'll have an Overlord review up soon. See yeah, ya. see ya.